This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 245 of Optimal Living Advice the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, reminding you before we begin that if you have a question you would like help with on the show, we welcome you to email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. And today's episode will be pretty light on its feet. Our asker has come to us in search of tips for how to get organized but she doesn't want it to feel like work. Can't blame her for that. So let's look at some tips and tricks for keeping the house in one piece and see if we can help her craft a cleaning strategy that takes the edge off a bit. Here's her question. I'm struggling to get my life organized, especially my home and paperwork. I guess my problem is really figuring out how to start getting organized when it seems so overwhelming. Are there ways I can trick myself into doing the work without feeling like I'm working? Oh, good. I should probably listen to this one myself when I'm done with it. (laughs) Good question, Asker. Thanks for sending it in. I I, uh, lean on the messy side as well. So let me ask you this to start. What are the differences between the times that you feel overwhelmed and like you're just doing work versus times that you just do things freely and enjoy yourself? Well, if you're like most people, the simple answer is fun, right? When we're having fun, it's easy to not think as much, and vice versa. When we're not thinking as much, it's easier to have fun. And we all know that fun can be had in many different times, you know? Fun fun is not limited to times when we have no objective, like going out and partying. We can have fun while we're painting a house. We can have fun while we're shoveling snow. We can have fun in situations that are literally stressful for us, you know, like running a marathon or lifting a lot of weight. Barring some looming emotional pain, it's, it's pretty easy to generate fun for ourselves if we have the right environment, the right people, and a specific task at hand. But we don't always do that. You know, we look at something like organizing the house. It becomes worse because we've put it off. We feel like we're in it alone. We don't know exactly what organization looks like. We just know that we have to clean and so on. So I think what we have to do is break the idea of organization down, get clear about what it means to you and how to create an experience around it that is both specific and lighthearted. So let's start by getting clear about what needs to be organized and how it'll look when it's organized. It's not just getting the house clean. What specifically? You mentioned paperwork. That's good. We'll work with that. So now what? Is it throwing papers away? Is it refiling them? Is it signing them? Is it reading them? Is it creating folders, designating what to do now, what to do next week, and what to do next month? Break down organization into small, specific goals like this, rather than looking at it as one monstrous thing that you have to tackle with no real vision or strategy on how to do so. And focus on what needs to be removed, too, specifically. Really can't stress that one enough. Removing things rather than reorganizing them will help a lot right now, too, uh, right now especially because you'll get into a rhythm of letting things go and looking at everything with purpose. 
both what you have now and things that you might buy going forward. Now, the next thing to consider would be when this has to be done by. Again, get specific. Give yourself a deadline. If you're giving stuff away, set a time with someone to come pick it up, whether it's a friend or a charity you might be donating to. Create a limit for yourself that has to be stuck to on when it has to be done and when you're going to chip away at it. You know, theoretically, this reorganizing process should not be done like they do it on TV with these 15-hour marathon weekends of cleaning. I, I would say make a little time each day, uh, fit it in between other things you're going to do so that you have boundaries and triggers to support it on either side. And if you can, have someone hold you accountable to it as well. This could be someone that you know you don't want to let down, uh, someone who keeps you in line, so to speak, or maybe someone else who just has the same goal or even another goal that could also use some accountability. And when you're organizing, what does it look like? We've talked about objective and specificity, so now it's time for fun. Let's set the mood, right? Can you, can you make an organizing playlist? Is someone fun going to be there with you? Again, that, that accountability buddy. Are, are there certain clothes you want to wear or a certain time of day you want to clean in? Also, uh, this might be cheating, but may, maybe you can throw on some shows from the OLD network. God knows we have a huge assortment of episodes about minimalism and being organized, especially on Optimal Living Daily, the mother show. Put that on in the background to motivate you. Or put on HGTV. I don't care. I'm not going to plug our shows if they aren't what's exactly right for you in your cleaning mood. Uh, so, look. We've talked a lot about the organization process itself, how to plan it and really give it a life outside of just this responsibility that you keep avoiding and getting stressed out about. So before we wrap up, let's touch upon what happens afterwards, because unfortunately for all of us, cleaning and organizing are not one and done types of things. So right after you get things in order, right when it's done, I say celebrate. Let this celebration become part of the objective, something specific to look forward to on the other side. Maybe it's you treating yourself to something nice, or maybe it's you showing it off, like hosting people in your new clean house, or helping others organize the same way, or keeping a log of before and after photos. Just give yourself something to look forward to after each organizing session, you know? But before you do that, you do need to make sure those organizing sessions keep happening. So rinse and repeat. Keep getting clear. Keep making it fun. Keep an ongoing list in plain sight about what needs to be organized, when it needs to be done based on how much of a priority it is, what it's going to look like, and how it's going to be made fun. And also keep note of all the things you learn along the way, namely some of the bad habits you might have had up until this point that led to you having less organization than you'd like to. Do you need to start throwing out junk mail right away? Do you need to start doing dishes right away? Do you need to throw more stuff out rather than just finding a space in the closet for it? Basically, whatever action would be the antithesis of how you organize will do just fine. So if you, do, if you keep tabs on all that and, and give yourself visible reminders about what types of actions can help sustain organization as well as how to organize in a way that is fun and driven, you might just find yourself keeping organized and having a good time while doing so. Big thanks to the asker for sending this question in. There are actually a lot of professional organizers out there as well. I think they're more common in LA and areas like that, if I had to guess. But uh, if you have access to one or if one does virtual work, that could really be a good help for you. 
Um, I know you don't want this to feel like work, but, you know, it still requires effort. Effort can't be avoided. So as long as the effort itself is done right, it can be differentiated from that draining, uninspired feeling that the word work can sometimes give us, especially if it pertains to something we've been putting off for so long. But that is going to do it for this one, folks. I hope everyone finds their homes a little cleaner after this episode. I'm going to get out of here for now, but thanks again for tuning in and do be sure to stop in for the next one, 246. See you then.